all about the best of life in Harrogate. This is the Your Harrogate Podcast. Come on, England. Sorry, just getting carried away. Hello, my name is Pete Edgerton of the Working From Home show in Knaresborough. Weekdays between 10 and 2, unless the boss asks me to go out and broadcast from somewhere nice. Thank you very much for listening to our podcast. There's plenty to go out on here, yourharrogate.co.uk. You can simply listen to them. You can download them. If you're new to the radio station, welcome along. You can get us in the car on DAB. You can pop us on at home simply by launching us on Alexa, and you can also also play via the app and the website to yourharrogate.co.uk. We've got so many Christmas competitions set to go. We're trying to save you as much money as possible between now and Christmas. But on to podcast matters. And in this particular episode, as we always do on a Friday, the focus is on local football. And it's a big FA Cup weekend for Harrogate Town. Your Simon, first of all, a 3-0 win over Mansfield. Many are saying that it's the best performance of the season so far. Would you agree? And if so, what pleased you the most? Yeah, I think it was up there, certainly, with the best performances so far this season. I I think um, from an attacking point of view, we were ruthless, uh, clinical in front of goal. It was great to see Luke's grab two before half-time because it was against really good opposition. It makes it even better as well. So... Yeah, I, th- I think the ruthless edge in front of goal and then the discipline showed defensively were the best aspects of the performance. You mentioned Luke bagging a brace. He's thanked you this week in an interview with the Harrogate Advertiser. Is that one of the best things as a manager? When you stick by a player who's going through a bit of a tricky period, a bit of a barren period in his case, and then they repay that faith with hard graft? Well, it's, to be honest, it's not hard to keep faith with someone like Luke. You know he's so capable of scoring goals throughout I suppose that his spell in front of goal when he's not quite finding the back of the net he's still worked hard for the team and played a vital role defensively and attacking wise with his aerial and physicality ability so it's really not hard at all to keep faith with him I think he's the best number nine in the league to be honest and we've been talking to the rest of the players about creating opportunities for him so we can benefit from all its abilities. Matty Daly, unfortunately, went off with a, uh, a knee injury. What's the prognosis? Because I've heard it's, it's not great at all, is it? No, it looks like eight weeks out for Matty and it, it's, it's a real blow and it, that's the kind of season we've, we've had so far. You know, when we, we've shown promising signs, we've, we've lost one or two key players at each point and we'll have to battle hard now in his absence. But we have got good players like Josh Osterfield coming in and, and George Thompson returning from injury and also George Aubrey, you know, waiting in the wings as well. With Matty, he's one of the better players in the league for receiving the ball on the back foot and the half turn and, and with his vision, you know, it makes him a talented player. But we're right behind him, you know, and we'll look forward to his return in eight weeks. All about the best of life in Harrogate. This is the Your Harrogate Podcast. Now, FA Cup, always exciting, always a, a good weekend when there's an FA Cup game. Taking your manager head off, Simon, and looking at it as a fan, as a competition, where does it rank for you? Oh, it's right up there. It's right up there. I mean, it's um, you just know that right now we're we're one game away from essentially Monday night changing the face of the club. You know, it's as dramatic as that because we could draw out a, a big, big club in the next round should we go through, and we've got to earn that right, and we can't let it get to us the magnitude of the situation. But um, we can certainly let it fire us up and uh, and motivate us. And it's great for players, individual players, you know, to shine in the FA Cup, it shines a, a light on their individual capabilities as well. And um, 
for us all, getting Harrogate Town to the next phase of the FA Cup would be magical. Do you think some of the big boys now, in the last few years really, don't treat it with the respect that it deserves? Um, it's a shame, really, that it's kind of devalued. And, and in a way, it'd be great for a Champions League spot to be opened up for the FA Cup winner because I think I'm sure they'd value it that bit more and play their strongest 11s throughout the rounds because they'd fear you know, um, tripping up on themselves in that regard. So it's a shame in a way that the big boys devalue it until the latter rounds these days. But for us, it's just the same because, it, like I say, you, you, you're so close to, with the revenue still being in the competition, it, you're close to being changing your club for certainly in the short term and, and possibly forever the, the deeper into the competition you go. Hartlepool, you've already beaten them at your place 2-1 last month. Are you expecting quite a, a cagey affair, given that results haven't been great for them in the league, or do you think that they'll come at you full throttle? I think in one-off games, teams tend to live in this uh, let's have no regrets world and and uh, stick it on you. It's a sudden death competition, isn't it? You know, and I think they'll do their best to get their home support on us. And if they if they start timid, you know, they they probably be concerned that the crowd may turn against them. But certainly, if they uh, try and put balls into the box, try and win first, second balls. I think that they're probably, in their minds, their, their quickest route to getting a really partisan home faithful right behind them. And uh, the FA Cup stirs the emotions. So, you know, everybody will be fired up. And, you know, I, I think they'll um, they'll go, you know, the physical approach and try and upset our rhythm. But, you know, we've just got to stand toe-to-toe and for however long it takes to open the game up and then, you know, to find the space to be able to play our normal game. You can use that vociferous crowd that we've uh, we've witnessed before at Victoria Park to your advantage though, can't you? If, if you know, if your guys go out and uh, and do what they're great at and, and like you say, maybe get an early goal or, or two and then the crowd gets on their backs and before you know it, you're on your way up. Yeah, well, we found that last week with a travelling support from Mansell that was very expectant of their own team's performance and they changed, you know, they gave their manager a fantastic reception uh, when he was walking out in front of our dugout, and uh, 20 minutes later, they really came out with some vitriol and you know and stick towards their own team and made it harder for their team to rise to it. So you know we'll be aiming for the same tomorrow in terms of not giving them any encouragement to get behind their team in numbers. And uh, it's down to us, and, and we have to. We've already spoken to the group about handling the occasion, handling their supporters, and keep our emotions in you know in check. And people say that football fans are fickle. Don't know where they get that idea from, Simon. <laughs> um, well, we, you know, we're, <laughs> we're just doing our best, you know, to get our to entertain our crowd. And Absolutely. the last few weeks have been better, but we've just got to show greater consistency now. Yeah. Uh, just finally, World Cup on. Obviously, everybody's saying how weird it is being played this time of year, but here we are. Uh, what do you uh, think of England's chances? Because I mean, they are seemingly at the minute one of the favourites. But do you think they can go all the way or not? Yeah, well, it's not about being overboard about the first uh, performance, which is excellent. I think they've got a squad that can go really far into the competition and possibly even win it. Um, Looking at the other teams, I don't know many that have got the the squad depth of England or the even Champions League latter stages experience uh, at young ages. And so it's very, very exciting times, isn't it? Uh, Can't wait for the game tonight. Every Monday, Wednesday and Friday... 
This is the Your Harrogate Podcast. Harrogate Town Manager Simon Weaver chatting to me. Big thank you to him for taking the time out for our podcast. Hello, my name is Pete Edgerton. Thank you if you're sticking with it. If you've got this far, you're in time to catch more local football in the form of Harrogate Railway. They're doing all right in the first division of the Northern Counties East Football League and their manager is Mick O'Connell. This is the Your Harrogate Podcast. So Mick, first of all, I think it was... um, October when you and I last last spoke and since then I make it nine games, just two defeats in those nine matches and unbeaten in the last five. Is it is it all going as you want it to go or is there still lots of room for improvement? Um I think there's always room for improvement, Pete, to be fair, you know, when you can you can pick holes in, in every performance and analyse it and scrutinise it and you know, pick where he can be better, moments in the game where he can be better. But you know, all in all got to be happy with where we are and sort of what we've done up to date this season so far. What pleased you the most about the victory at Parkgate? Because that was an excellent 4-0 away victory. Um, Performance-wise, I thought we were outstanding. I thought in possession is probably the best we've been this year. We moved the ball really well. We manipulated Parkgate, you know, in many different ways. You know, everything that we've sort of been working on training for the last four, six weeks, sort of, you, you could see it all sort of coming to fruition on Saturday, um, which was really pleasing. But, um, you know, on the flip side of that, there was some parts of the game that we didn't do so well. So, um, you know, we worked on that this week and hopefully we can um, put that right this weekend. Glasshouten at home this weekend. They're at the wrong end of the table. Is it matches like that, though, that you've got to be really careful of, that you're not too complacent in? A hundred percent. You know, we, we spoke to the lads on, on Tuesday night and last night and when we had them in and, you know, pleaded with them not to look at league tables, you know, we've got to focus on on us and focus on our performances, you know, individually, collectively, because when you start looking at league tables, you can often drop your standards, you can drop your levels and, you know, like you say, complacency creeps in and there's absolutely no room for error um, for where where we're at at the minute. So our next game is our most important game and that's sort of mentality that we have to have from now to the end of the season. I know we're in that period, Mick, that unfortunately the weather does have a say in a lot of fixtures this time of year and, and beyond. But looking at, at December and January, it really is a, a gruelling list of, of fixtures for you guys, isn't it? Do you feel that the squad is in a in a good position with, with numbers and fitness levels? Yeah, um, touch wood, you know, as everyone, you know, every manager will say the same thing. Everyone always has niggles and, you know, one or two unavailabilities, but... We have a, a decent squad, you know. We now have a very strong reserve team and a very strong under-19 team to back it up. So when when we do have injuries and unavailabilities, we can call upon the young lads within within the club. So looking December is there's a massive congestion of, of fixtures in there. For us, we're not trying to look too far ahead. We're trying to just sort of focus on the next game and keep picking up points. And if we can get into the Christmas period in a really healthy position then we'll focus on sort of that two week period where we have four or five games and if we can come out of that in a really healthy position then then I believe we've got a real fighting chance of getting there you know going into the, into the playoffs with a live chance again All about the best of life in Harrogate This is the Your Harrogate Podcast Something that you and I spoke about last time was obviously the cost of living crisis the fact that many non-league sides right across the country have applied to have early kickoffs. I notice now that some have been approved in your league. As of yet, are you guys all right? Is it something that you're not kind of pushing or 
it's something we are pushing and we have asked various clubs to do it. Um, unfortunately, the league have sort of put everyone in a position where both teams have to agree to it. I think we've approached a lot of teams about it and a lot of teams don't want to do it. You know, I'm really happy to, to, to take a one o'clock, two o'clock kickoff anywhere, you know, go away from home, play at one o'clock, two o'clock just to help clubs. But it seems a lot of clubs don't want to come away from, you know, and break the mould. Um, I mean, personally for me, I think the, the league should have took out people's hands and said, look, we'll try it this year and we'll go half one kickoff or whatever and just see where it takes us. And then, if it, you know, if it doesn't work, then we can always revert back to, to three o'clock kickoffs. But because the league have sort of left it within both clubs to have to, have to decide and, you know, a lot of clubs just don't want to do it. But I'm still a big believer in it. You know, I, I don't mind the early kickoff. And like I said to you before, anything we can do to sort of help clubs in, in, in these these current times is I think we all have to sort of try and do it because you know it's not easy for clubs at the minute no definitely it seems mad that that why wouldn't they want to sort of help help each other out but here's here's hoping it can be um sorted out um away from the football a little bit and and raising funds I noticed that as well um the tool station the Northern Counties East Football League are going to be supporting Shelter's no home kit campaign has that been decided on which fixture it is do you know much about it or I know we we will be taking part in it. I don't. I, it'll probably be in December. I'm not sure as to which game yet uh, the club has decided to go with it, but it's definitely one to get involved in. You know, we um, you know, we've got a, we formed a, a really strong partnership with with Harrogate Hospital Charity, and anything we can do for for charities, you know, not just Harrogate Hospital, but for anyone, you know, we we're more than uh, more than willing to um to accept that. And you know, coming up this time of year. It, I think it's a it's a very um, worthwhile cause to be getting involved with. Yeah, yeah, really, really good. I mean, half a million quid was was raised for the cause last year, and and, and like you say, the support for um, the hospital locally, the the pop up market. We've had Yvonne on the on the radio station talking about it, so, so that's been good. I mean, it's it's really nice for you as a community club, isn't it, to host such things as the Christmas market this weekend? Yeah, it's brilliant. You know. It- they're a very, very good charity who do very, very good things for the local area and beyond, um, you know, North Yorkshire, um, you know, all over Yorkshire, really. So anything we can do to help them and, you know, underprivileged families at this time of year, I, I think is very important. And I think it's important that local people get down and show support, and, you know, get behind this on, on Sunday because I was there myself last year and it, they do a really good job and it's very well structured, very well run. And most importantly, it's for a unbelievable cause so the more we can get behind these things the better because unfortunately and you know we've had this conversation before you know we are in a privileged position and there's a lot of people that aren't so anything we can do as a club as a community to help some underprivileged people then you know we all need to sort of get behind them definitely just finally mickey are you managing to watch any of the world cup games it's um what, what do you think of it being on this time of year uh, it's a bit strange isn't it i mean i'm watching as much as i can but it's Normally you're sat in a beer garden watching the World Cup and it is a bit strange when you're um, in between sort of working in between jobs and whatever with woolly hat on. It's, it is a bit strange. and But I'm sure after a week or so we'll, we'll get used to it and um, it will settle down into it. But, you know, the, the games so far have been enjoyable and, you know, we just hope that England can obviously go a long way and um, do the country proud. And for the last two tournaments, they've sort of brought real success to English football. So, you know, the, the deeper they can go into the tournament, then obviously the more sort of spotlight it's going to put on English football in general. Your Harrogate.